0: Welcome back, Telesales Beast. I got Jeff Finster. He's the CEO of Everbowl. He's a serial entrepreneur. He joined me on this podcast by way of introduction by David Meltzer. He thought he'd make a great guest, and of course he did, because like Jeff, I just like to make friends and have fun. Let's get down. You're in. down again to the All Things Telesales podcast. I'm your host, Jay Glenn. If the phone is your weapon, this is your podcast. We're changing the perception of telesales. We're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission. We're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson. When we take care of the person, the calls take care of themselves. Your call
1: is very important to us. Please
0: hold All right, my man Jeff, our friend uh, David Melter suggested that I reach out to you and he, he uh, made the introduction. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Uh, so for the people that don't know, tell us a little bit about Jeff Finster.
1: Well, um, San Diego, born and raised, uh, went to law school to be a sports agent, but ultimately changed careers as soon as I graduated. And I've been a serial entrepreneur pretty much my whole career, starting, from, uh, starting companies ranging from a payroll and HR business to a recruiting agency, digital marketing company, a few websites, a consulting firm, a uh, restaurant chain called Everbowl construction agency, and a superfood import business. Um, I love to enter new markets with zero experience and um, start companies to solve my own business problems. And I have I have a wife and two beautiful daughters, and love nice. sports. Man, that's awesome. that's that's me in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Uh, so I, I'm really uh, curious about you know serial entrepreneurship. And I'm a big believer in, especially when you first get started in entrepreneurship, laser focus. Being laser focused on one thing before you try to tackle a bunch of other things. Was that kind of what it was like for you? Or did you just have all these different things going? And how did you stay focused? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Um, I think focus for me has always been built around having micro goals. So I have a macro goal or a big goal of, hey, I want to build up. My first business was a payroll and HR company. And, um, you know, I wanted to I wanted to build it into a national powerhouse, but I wasn't focused on that because you lose sight of the path if you focus too broad. So um, I would set daily goals. My goal today was to make 65 phone calls, set three appointments, close one deal, um, you know, evaluate a new piece of technology, uh, learn about two more competitors in my space and read for 30 minutes on on payroll, you know, regulations as an example. And I'd have all these goals for the day. And that was what I would do is just one after the other, check them off, check them off, check them off, check them off. Day's done, perfect. Set my goals for tomorrow. What are my goals for tomorrow based on what I learned today? And does my goal get me closer to my big long-term goal? Yes or no. And by doing that, it allows me to really have a path to, to, you know, move forward through uncharted waters and, and the, you know, just the, craziness of a day and how things come at you you know having those daily micro goals and making sure you stick to them and hit them is really how you you know achieve big things over the long run
0: nice so kind of walk me through that as far as um holding yourself accountable and like how do you how do you measure success through through being that entrepreneur like that
1: um success for me is freedom uh really it's freedom of choice so whatever drives you as a human being. Um, you know, for me, success is, is different than what success might be for you or for someone else. You know, oh, I, I believe sure. it's the freedom to pursue your passions without yeah. anything having to stand in your way. So if you love to paint and you get to paint for a living, then yeah. you're successful. If, if you love startups and business and you get to do that for a living, Um, You're successful. If you love sales and you're in the sales field, then you're successful. And for some people, it's money. And I think too many people think success equals money. And for some people it is, but happiness is for others, raising a family. For some people, it's finding true love, you know, whatever it is that, that makes you passionate and drives you. And if you can do that and get there, that's success. And so uh, for me, in the startup business world, I love startups. I love starting new companies. I love disrupting yeah. markets. I love bringing people together to achieve remarkable results. And um, I love challenges and problem solving. And that's what I get to do every day. So, So yeah. I'm successful in my own, based on my own definition.
0: Right. Yeah. And then as far as like being able to do what you do and have so many ventures going, I mean, I could only imagine delegation uh-huh. right is really crucial to that to be able to accomplish and then as far as like building that kind of culture um what what do you look for because because lead, good leaders are culture builders and I can already tell especially if you were introduced to me by David Meltzer right you've been mentored by him uh, I believe like we we got that same common about each other. Mm -hmm. Your leaders are culture builders, man. Walk me through how you go about building cultures inside these organizations. Real curious. Uh,
1: Yeah, sure. It starts, I mean, my two business principles are to make friends and have fun. Um, That's what I pride myself on. And that's kind of how I build my my life and my businesses. But really, it's about surrounding myself with incredible, amazing people. Um, I bring great people around and let them help me run the company and do things that I'm not capable of doing. So I understand my weaknesses and I think a good leader understands their limitations and weaknesses and fills those gaps with people who um, are excellent in those areas and aren't threatened or don't let your ego get in the way. Uh, Really let them be the experts and shine in your areas of weakness and surround yourself with that kind of talent. And when you do that, amazing things happen.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with it, man. Uh, Yesterday I said in the boardroom and, uh, you know, unfortunately there was a lot of that ego in, you know, and they felt threatened by the confidence that I could bring to the room, and then you know it's like, then I've got to check myself, and making sure that I'm humble. You know what I mean? Like, we've got to uh, always point the finger inwardly than outwardly too. You know, as, as good right. leaders, yeah.
1: And there's a great book on that called Extreme Ownership. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure, yeah. You know where you <laughs> can really, really read about and, and hear uh, from a Navy SEAL on on the power of extreme ownership.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. That's definitely a powerful read, brother. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I understand, um, you have some experience working on a technology council, currently. Is that correct? Uh,
1: not a technology council. No, I'm an instructor yeah. with Forbes School of um, Business and Technology. So, Business and technology. But it, yeah. yeah, but really, um, what what I teach is uh, my courses is on entrepreneurship. So, nice. Um, I'm not really a tech guy, um, but I definitely understand and can teach and educate the power of, of entrepreneurship and starting your own company and building and growing, scaling businesses, relationship capital. Those are really my areas of expertise. Um, I leave the technology for smarter people, (laughs) right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, what's technology man? if you don't have a good relationship and, (laughs) you know, like all, all this core stuff that we're talking about at its core is what's most important. I think in running a business, it's, um, you know. Um to me networking is is making friends, and uh, that's right. I learned that early on in life <laughs> yeah
1: that's right that's what i mean that's the that's really what it is and if you can make friends on a daily basis and build your relationship network and your relationship capital uh you create opportunity for yourself and your businesses that will only exponentially help help drive you forward
0: yeah for sure so so what are you most excited about right now
1: well um you know I think it's uh, obviously troubled time. We're recording this in the height of the coronavirus and um, yeah. it's been a crazy world that we're now looking at. But I think um, I'm most excited for the opportunity to to reinvent uh, my companies through this new paradigm, this new world. I mean, you know, we had to temporarily shut down 28 restaurants and, and mm. um, close our construction arm. and And that was an opportunity for us to either be a victim or to look within and rebuild with stronger foundations and use this as a, as an opportunity to rebuild ourselves in a new modern way. And so um, I'm excited about that. And I'm also excited about the opportunity to learn more. I mean, this has been a a great time to, to build new skill sets and new personal habits. And so, um, you know, that's really what has been exciting for me. And then I'm just excited for the future. I mean, I always am, you know, I think, I think we as a community and as a, as a country are going to band together from this and, uh, we're going to get stronger. You know, it's going to be a bumpy road initially, but I think over the long run, we'll we'll uh, have immense success.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I love where you added, um, if we could dive into that, skill sets, some of the skill yeah. sets. What are some of the s- skill sets that you've strived to acquire during this time?
1: So I'm always learning new things and adding things to my toolbox. And I think everyone should. So actually right now I'm getting my real estate license uh, on the side, not because I plan on being a realtor, but, well,
0: yeah.
1: uh, but you know what? I don't yeah. watch a lot of TV to fill my brain with nonsense. So if I, if I'm sitting at home and have yeah. extra time on my hands, what can I do? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. so I'm, I'm uh, halfway through the, the real estate course and I'll have my real estate license when this is done. And, um, I'm learning nice. about real estate. And I'm also learning more about the stock market. You know, I've been, uh, I've been reading more books on personal finance and business and stocks and, you know, I've always traded some stocks here and there, but I um, really want to shore up just my knowledge base and, and use this again as a chance to learn because uh, those skills will 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 help me advance over the next 30, 40, 50 years. So.
0: Yeah. And, and I think you have some phone skills too, because you had talked about um, you know, making $65 and this and that. So, so at what point in your career, did you learn those phone skills?
1: <laughs> I cut my teeth in the sales world. <laughs> uh, my, my first job was a telemarketer in high school,
0: oh, um, yeah. selling
1: home improvements over the phone. And then uh, intern, uh, you know, Dave and me have been Family, friends for thirty plus years, and um, yeah. I interned in all of his companies as a sales rep and outside sales rep. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, I've sold T one <laughs> lines, and I've sold uh, payroll, and I've sold digital marketing services, and so you know, smiling and dialing is uh, <laughs> is, uh, is, is in the is in my personal roots. Um, yeah,
0: it's in the DNA. <laughs> yeah,
1: I definitely know how to smile and dial, and I think that that skill set is obviously so valuable for everybody to learn. I think you're always selling, even if you don't think of yourself as a salesman or woman um, being able to communicate and articulate value to somebody about a product a service or an opportunity is huge. And as a CEO, now I'm always selling the the future to my, to my team members. I'm bringing, I'm trying to recruit talent. I got to sell them uh, on why they should join our company. So just understanding how to, how to take someone through a process of education, you know, do do an analysis of their needs and connect them back to what solutions you may have and being able to get them to that end result of making a buying decision or a join you decision or a decision not to, but whatever it is. And then being able to stand behind what you're selling um, and not just be a salesman, you know, what the bad connotation of it is, but actually be um, a a value added salesperson, someone who can sell someone something that's going to provide value and when they leave that transaction, they're happier and more excited about you. Uh, that's a successful salesperson. And so, um, yeah, I think uh, I've, yeah. if someone asks me, what's my, what's my number one thing I've done most of in my career, it's definitely been selling. And so um, yeah. that's, that's the smile and dial side. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. And it sounds like a lot of it is, uh, can be done on 100% over the phone, especially now, like a lot of people that are hitting me up um, on the, you know, instant messages and stuff like that. They're they're saying, you know, you, the content is really helping me transition because I was used to be able to go to an office every day. Now I'm working from home. Now I'm now I'm having to pick up the phone more. I'm having to get on Zoom meetings and and things like that. So, what advice might you give to somebody that's really having some challenges to transition from you know even even though we're at the height of it, and there's probably people that are listening right now like. What do I do next? Like trying to find that pivot. It sounds sure. like you're like a pivot master. <laughs> you know? I don't know about that, but, but, I, but <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it's about being change ready always. Yeah. Um, you can't ever get stuck in, in, in habits. And I think we, we get too comfortable with the way we used to do things. And the day you don't realize that if you're not learning and progressing, you're falling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's troubling right now. And a lot of people are nervous about the future not sure what to do and how to pivot or where to pivot. Yeah. Um so so lean on lean on what your strengths are. So if you're in sales and and that's your strength, lean on that and say okay, let me think about the future. Zoom, you know, uh Insta Messenger, Facebook Messenger, LinkedIn Learn Messenger, uh picking up the phone and going back to dialing versus actually, you know, traveling and coming to my office to sit with me face to face. Of course, that face to face sale is always a little stronger than over the phone or over the internet but that's not where the world is. So hone those skills, start role-playing with your friends, start selling, you know, work on that craft now. So you're ready, ready and polished when we're ready to go. If that is the new, you know, norm. And then also just figure out new ways to do value. I mean, I think sales yeah. people are too afraid to, to hear. No, um, I love. No, tell me, no, that's great. Yeah. You know, Yeah. yeah. It, it, embrace that. And so um, I, you know, I think, If you're not sure how to pivot right now, that's okay. Um, You don't need to have the answers figured out today. Make yourself 1% better today. Just focus on that. Focus on what you can control and the answers will come to you. Add more to your Rolodex. What are the products and services that are going to survive this tomorrow? Start learning about them. Um, You know, like, so if you're fearful that your industry is maybe hitting some rough patches, what are some industries that, that excite you? That aren't going to be hitting rough patches tomorrow, and start learning that now. So you're in a position to go get those jobs or create companies in those arenas when mm-hmm. uh, when the time comes. If you wait until the the storm hits to start preparing, uh, it's, too li- it's too late.
0: Yeah, because winter's always coming. Got to be prepared for winter.
1: <laughs> it always comes once a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, man. That's solid advice. So, um, with that in mind, let's say, you know. I, I'm struggling to really figure out, you know, that next move. But, um, you know, if if I needed to put together a system and a process, like you talk about goal setting, micro macro goal setting, but system and you said talked about value, and I see you pumping out a lot of content, adding value. Like, how how would you walk somebody? through that to, to say, OK, this is this is what I need to do and this is how I need to get there.
1: Sure. I mean, I would bucket my day into three in a basically three different buckets. Uh, one is what has to happen today. So if you have mm-hmm. responsibilities that you can't get out of and their requirements, that's your priority first. Right. We got to get through the have tos. Yeah. Uh once you get through your have to's now you have two choices you have your want to's and you have your should to's right yeah. and and yeah. and now you got to focus on what you should be doing and what you should be doing is creating a new skill learning new things expanding your knowledge base and setting up your your future self or being kind to your future self yeah. and that's what you need to be focused on yeah. then finally is your want to's and if you have enough time in the day to get to your want to's great um i never have enough time to do my want to's Um, because I have tos and shoulds take up most of my day but that's priority
0: Um, baby that's priority
1: but that's priority exactly and it's because I want my future to be better than my present and that's what drives me and if you really want your future to be better than your present then Netflix should not be where you're going Um, the Netflix stock should be getting crushed right now not be hitting all-time highs and that's that's troubling to me the fact that During a coronavirus, Netflix is crushing it. It means people are just feeding their brain with nonsense. Um, Tiger King and all that trash. (laughs) I know, I know, right? What should be doing right now is is online education should be at an all time high. Interning should be at an all time high. You're not making money anyway. You're sitting at home. Call up some company or people you want to be Um, around and start getting mentored. Start getting coaching. You know, business coaching, mentoring, interning, knowledge, learning. Um, yeah, that's to, what should be done
0: to that point, bro. A lot of people are gonna say, Well, I can't afford a mentor, I can't afford a coach. But here's the thing
1: you can't afford not to,
0: you can't afford not not only that, but all you gotta do is go in and add value. Give, give, give to somebody that you feel like would be a good mentor for you, and yep. just start giving without asking. It's okay to have an ask too, but you gotta have that value, especially from like before I'm going to mentor you, I've mentored a lot of people for free Mm -hmm. for free. And my wife, she said this to me last night. She said, whenever you get big into this entrepreneurship world, promise me one thing. I said, what's that promise me? If somebody's really struggling, that's half as hungry as you are, that you'll make yourself available. I said, a hundred percent. So there are people out there. Don't, what the message here is don't have any excuses not to get the type of help or the mentorship that you should go
1: after, you know? That's right. That's right. Your excuses will always be there. Um, you know, and same thing. I mean, you might want a mentorship with somebody and they say, no, Call the next 99 people on the list. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, there's no, somebody else has, taken the same set of, uh, same hand you're dealt and have won, has won with it. So there's yeah. no, there's really no excuse really. Uh, it's, it's time to look within, look in the mirror. And, and I can tell you someone who really wants a better future will do what they need to do today. Somebody who just kind of wants a better future will make excuses today. Yep. And that's what it boils down to. And there's nothing else I can, uh, you know, there's inspiration, there's motivation, but at the end of the day, if you can't look in the mirror and decide that you really want this, no one can do that for you. Yep. So that's the step you have, you have to take. And the day you take that step, the world opens up and responds to you positively. And the right people will come into your life and will help help you thrive and overcome the challenges that that are there. But it starts with you, and you demonstrate that through hard work and effort and desire and passion. and And it comes out of you, and then people around you are like, "Man, I want to be around that person." Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's infectious, man. It's yeah.
1: infectious. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know, uh, man, you're in Southern California and after all this is all said and done, um, you know, coronavirus and stuff, uh, I'd love to, you know, I'll come to you or whatever, just, uh, just to hang out and be around each other. Um, would love it, man. I would love it. I'm
1: gonna come up to Calabasas too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, bringing the wife and kids. I got a, I got a three-year-old little girl. How old are your girls?
1: Uh, eight and 14.
0: Eight and 14. Yeah. And I got an 18 year old son. So we started all over in life. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's why, that's why we got so much drive in us, baby. That's right. They're depending on us, man. They're counting on (laughs) us. So let's talk about that real quick before we wrap up. It's like, all right, man. So, so to me, I work working from home. I got an open door policy right now. My daughter's napping, (laughs) but if she would have came, she's come in on some of my (laughs) pockets. Like I don't even care. But, um, and, you know and like a lot of people they're like well my kids in the background i can't work i can't do this but there's technology out there for that crisp.ai you can you can mute the background noise and stuff but you know being an entrepreneur and a father man how do you find that work-life balance
1: i mean that's that's obviously tough uh sometimes i have to recalibrate because i've gone yeah. too far in one of the directions but um yeah. you know i obviously it's you're always making sacrifices time away from the family to work or time away from work for the family. But, um, you know, I wake up early and I do as much as I can when they're sleeping. Um, I stay up late and do as much as I can when they're sleeping. And then in their awake hours, I try to maximize some of some quality time with them. And that's what it's about. I mean, you know, not every day, can I spend as much time with my family as I'd like to, because, um, I do have to build my businesses and, and that's a passion and that's something that I'm taking on. And, um, not every day. Can I focus on business? Cause I got to spend quality time with the family. So I think it's a juggling act that everyone has to figure out the right cadence and just try to recalibrate that as you get off kilter a little bit and look and evaluate. And so I'm not perfect at it. Um, but I'm, I'm striving to yeah. improve every day.
0: Yeah. It's just like yesterday I, I went to dis- do some essential business in a boardroom. <laughs> and I was saying, well, you know what? Uh, everything that I do, I do for you guys. Like this is yep. all to me it's all about that legacy um old proverb says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children and you know that is what that is my why mm-hmm. how, how about you what's your why
1: uh my my why is uh today is actually well. my why on a personal legacy side yeah, is yeah. to leave the world in a better place than where I found it. And, yeah. and it's not just for my family, it's for everybody. And that's why yeah, sure. I'm focused on uninvolved, which is our lifestyle side of helping everybody be their best self through promoting healthy eating and nutrition and, and doing what I can to alleviate the burdens that, that are plaguing us. Um But at the end of the day, my two, my two daughters is, is my why. I mean, yeah, yeah. everything I do, I yeah. do because of them and yeah, um, sure, want to make sure that I create a world that gives them as much opportunity as I can and, and hopefully shelter them from any of the struggles that, that we've all had to deal with. And yeah, that's what I strive for. I mean, yeah, bro. well, it's what we all try to do. I think
0: that's it, baby. I love it, man. I love wrapping up on that note. So where, where can people find you?
1: Sure. Uh, social media at Fenster Jeff, my last name, first name, or you can email me connect at jefffenster.com. Happy to sync up with anybody, talk business. Uh, I mentor, I coach, um, I get mentored. I am a, I, I'm a student. <laughs> so if you have criticism, feedback, questions, suggestions, I'll take it all. Um, I don't, I don't mind. And I look forward to, to connecting with all of you guys soon and hope everyone's journey can, can be successful. Awesome, brother. Appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Visit
0: allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. This episode was all started.